Welcome to the Feel Good Thoughts Podcast with Joey Tatunji. Feel inspired, feel empowered, and feel confident with your daily dose of feel-good thoughts. Discover self-love solutions with a holistic health approach to living. This podcast is for anyone who wants to live a feel-good life. So if that's you, then stay tuned. Welcome back to the Feel Good Thoughts Podcast. Today, I have the most beautiful soul who is joining us as a special guest on the Feel Good Thoughts, and she is a person who is absolutely doing something magical in this world for positivity, happiness. She's a trilingual third culture kid who's been to 15 different schools and has grown up all over the world. And after spending five years in a career in the high-ranking corporates of Apple and Oracle, she's actually now decided to devote her life to the research and spreading of happiness. And I just thought, you know what? She's the most perfect person to have on the Feel Good Thoughts show. Her brand is Jeannie Can Breathe and it's where she shares her social art performances and conscious acts of kindness. She speaks out in authenticity and transparency in all aspects of human life. And at just the age of 26, she's already touched hundreds and thousands of lives with her work, but most recently just reached half a million people in one month on her Facebook page. She's doing incredible things for positivity and I am super excited to have the most beautiful soul, Virginia Salas Castelio with us here today. So welcome. Thank you. (laughs) Can I please be introduced like that every time I walk into a room? How amazing would that be? Well, you are amazing, girl. You are doing some incredible things, inspiring so many people global and you know what? We met last year at Awesomeness Fest, and I, I just want to take us back to that moment when we met because it really describes the pure person that you are, a person of vibrance and happiness and just bursting with joy. And uh, at Awesomeness Fest, this event that we were at, you guys who've been listening to my podcast would have heard before me mention about it. It's where real heart-set and entrepreneurs, we all get together in a place around the world. And this particular time when we met... We were in Costa Rica and we were at this party one night and I saw this girl with the biggest smile and she had a hula hoop that glowed in the dark and she was hula hooping with (laughs) this hoop that had like all these really bright colors that glowed in the dark and I'm like, this girl's cool. I want to go ask her if I can have a go at that. (laughs) So I walked over and I was like, hey. I love your hoop. (laughs) And, um, you know, she just had this beautiful smile and was like, yeah, sure, have a go. And uh, just from that moment on, I knew this woman is doing amazing things and has this beautiful aura of happiness and positivity. And you were sharing that just naturally at A-Fest through just that small act of kindness. So basically what I want to do is share with you all just recently in November – Um, Virginia did something which was really about self-love and spreading a message about self-love. And basically, it's really something that you did, which was called Standing Up for Self-Love Movement, right? And I want you to be able to share with us more why you did it. You went to Union Square in New York City, and I don't want to give away much more about what you did. 
But um, I followed it. You put together an awesome YouTube clip about the experience, and I would love for you to share with us all now what it is that you did and why you did it. Okay, so I think um, on the journey to happiness, right, um, which I call more fulfillment because it should be a constant state, right, not just some emotion of happiness that you have in that given time, um, comes loving yourself, right? So when you can fully accept the gratitude that you are alive in this moment today, I believe you are just overwhelmed with this with this happiness and gratitude for life. So um, my work in self-love is, is, is trying to get people to have that emotion, to feel that. And more than just me talking about it, me telling you that you're perfect, you're, you're already whole the way that you are, I wanted people to experience that. Um, so what I did was I walked up to Union Square. I had on a little blue dress and I had my little sign prepared. And the sign said, um, I'm standing for anyone who's ever had a self-esteem issue like me. If you support self, um, self-love, draw a heart on my body. And so I had my little sign. I took off my dress and I stripped to my black undies. And um, I had a marker in each hand. And I, I also blindfolded myself because what I wanted was people to be comfortable to approach me, you know, not feel like this, this was just for them, that I could be anyone, that I was representing them so that it's, it's, they feel okay coming up to me. And, um, and I was shaking as for, you know, the, the only, it was only 30 seconds that I was really standing there without the first marker being lifted um, out of one of my hands. And so, and then it just, it was a constant for the next hour. It was just going back and forth, each marker just being lifted from my hand. And every time the marker touched down on my body, I felt that connection between all of us that, that we, we all feel that we all feel the same. And it was just giving people a realization of you are me and I am you. There is no differentiation. It doesn't matter, um, what your race, skin color, or sex is. We all have these insecurities and we're all battling um, with, with the same problem, which is so easy to fix by acceptance and love. So that's kind of where that came from. You know, that's really powerful. And, and I want to ask you a question. Can you take us back to the moment? It was only 30 seconds, but it, did it feel like a lot longer? I mean, the courage that you had to stand there and do that and hold that sign up and know that, like you said, with the blindfold or holding that sign with the, the markers in your hand, how did you feel in that 30 seconds before someone picked it up? As soon as I started taking off my dress, this man started shouting, put your clothes back on, put your clothes back on. Nobody wants to see that, you know? So my heart was racing. I was just like, whew. And I had that because I was so certain in what I was doing. And, you know, my my friend who was filming with me, she was like, oh, well, like, should we Google it? Are we allowed to do this? Are we going to get arrested? You know, there was all this kind of fear around it, but I was like, no, this is what we have to do. And any human that will see this, I, I had like fully believed in my heart that any policeman that would come would say, what you're doing is good. And I respect and love you for it. So I just didn't have that fear in my mind, but immediately I got that, you know, that pushback of no, what you're doing is wrong. You know, by the, this man literally calling this out at me, but I just, I was just resolute and just, um, yeah, so sure in what I was doing that I, I was just, I was breathing and, and my heart was racing. But yeah, as soon as I had that first marker lift, that was just, yes, you were supposed to be here. Oh, I love that. That's so amazing. I love the fact that you said you just knew it was the right thing to do. 
So it was like that fear was really pushed to the side because you internally wholeheartedly knew that what you were doing was from a place of love and an intention and able to serve and help others. So that's a real beautiful key message that you've just mentioned there. And so you mentioned you were there for an hour, was it? And throughout that time, you obviously had people who came and wrote or, or put a little love heart on you. Was there sort of any messages exchanged with people? Like, were they saying anything or? All the time. Yeah, it was, it's difficult for people not to want to communicate with you um, and to express their love and gratitude. So this one girl came up behind me and she just said, I've been struggling with bulimia for, for three years. I just want to thank you from all my heart for doing this. And, and I just said to her, this is for you. And um, that was just yeah, it was so beautiful. And it was just, every person was encouraging and um, just just giving their respect. And then um, there's obviously the boy in the red hat incident, which um, we can also, you can also share um, here if you want, where a, a boy came and he stood up for me. And um, because a guy was telling me to move because I, because I had no idea, I was blindfolded. All these people were crowded around me. They just wanted to watch. In my mind, the way it worked is just that people are going to um, you know, just, just draw a heart and leave, but just everyone wanted to watch because they were feeling that energy of something changing of something happening. And they were taking pictures and filming. And there was this one photographer that was just clicking all around me. Um, and yeah, there was, uh, yeah, there was just girls that were just thanking me. And what was interesting, it was, it kind of brought me back to that, um, that kind of, you know, that, that high school moment, because I heard this really big group of teenagers that were behind me and they were kind of kind of catcalling and what is she doing and what is this? And I just, I really felt like I was in high school. just like, Oh God, they're making fun of me. And um, they're like, what does it say? Go, someone go and read the sign, you know, cause they were walking behind me and I could feel like, you know, six or seven voices. And finally one read the sign loud to everyone else and the whole mood and the whole just group just changed from the cat calls to the mocking voices, suddenly they were transformed and everyone said, give me a marker, give me a marker. I want to write, you know, and, um, that's so beautiful. You've literally just given me goosebumps. That's (laughs) so beautiful. You know, I mean, what a human connection that you've created from one small act of kindness, but something which has taken you an abundance amount of courage to go ahead and do as well. And um, you mentioned something about a, a boy in the red hat. Tell us a little bit more about that. So he, he came up to you and then someone told you to move and then he mentioned something and now I've seen that you've done a little follow-up video trying to find this boy in the red hat. Have you found him yet? Yeah. It's Tell ha- us more about not it. Yet. It's, yeah, so the boy in the red hat has had a quarter of a million views um, throughout Facebook and um, I still haven't found him yet. Basically, the story behind that is that a man came up to me because there was this really big crowd around me and he was trying to tell me to move, you know, but I was in this really like in this space of vulnerability, undressed and not being able to see anything. Um, And just his tone was very aggressive, condescending. And, you know, it was it. I, I started to panic a little bit because I didn't, I didn't know what to do. I was just trying to, you know, I was like, I'm sorry. Am I in the way? I can't see anything. And he's like, I'm sure you can take that off. You know, like the, um, the scarf that I had over my eyes. And then suddenly this boy comes up and he's just like, leave her alone. She's doing something beautiful here for everyone else, you know? And he like takes a marker and starts writing on me. 
And um, so they start having a dialogue between each other where the boy is defending me and the man is growing more and more aggressive because suddenly there's a, there's a counterparty there. Um, and so I start crying because it was just so, I was so touched by this stranger just coming to my aid, like this, you know, this white knight um, and just helping me. And so I'm there crying. The, the, the other man just goes away and, um, and the whole crowd, it all changes. Like, why, why is she crying? And they didn't know what happened because they couldn't hear the conversation. And yeah, so I just was stood there sort of more alive than ever because it just, for me, it was just the pure sensation of humanity, of just, just real kindness. So I was there doing some, you know, as you call a random act of kindness, but then so did he because he came up and he, he's, you know, he stood his ground for me. And then um, before before he walked away, he's just, he's just like, you're beautiful. And, and thank you so much for doing this, you know? And it was just this, this connection with someone that I couldn't even see. And then later when I saw him in the video, I was just like, Oh, I need to find this person. I just want to say thank you wow. for, for doing that. Wow. Yeah. That's such a beautiful story. And you think, you know, you did this experience for like an hour, but what you've taken away from it, like so many messages and beautiful memories and ways in which, you know, you impacted that group of school children and, you know, just yeah. sharing this message about standing up for self-love. And then you had that, you know, the impactor of the guy in the red hat. He stood up for self-love. He stood up for you as a person, somebody he's never met before. It's just, you know, it's really nice, like you said, for humanity to be bringing that connectedness together through something which, you know, you have done publicly in Union Square, in New York City, you know. So it's really incredible. But I know that this is not the only, you know, act of kindness and happiness that you spread and positivity that you share with others. I follow you on YouTube and um, if anyone doesn't follow her, check it out. Jeannie Can Breathe. You can check out her website. Um, I'll pop the links on my blog so you can get across and have a look. But Jeannie also did this really cool interview with a homeless gentleman and um, they spoke about happiness. Tell us a little bit about that and, you know, what it was about and why you did it. Yeah, so I try to, because as a happiness researcher, I try to interact with as many people as possible. I want to know with from people, with, from, from millionaires to homeless people to, you know, mothers, etc., I want to know what it is that makes people happy. And so I encounter all types of people every single day because I just, I love talking to strangers. And so um, we just kind of bumped into each other in the streets of LA and he he said something to me and um, along the lines of like, how's my day going? And I was like, hey, uh, do you want to grab a coffee with me? Like, can I interview you on happiness? And he's like, sure. And so we just walk up to this beautiful little cafe. Like if you see the video, like the, the brick wall in the background, I just love it. It was just perfect of, you know, where we were supposed to be. And um, we just had this beautiful, authentic conversation. We were, the video is quite short, but we were there for like one and a half hours because we just couldn't stop talking to each other. And he was telling me his story and just about how he, he just loves being free. He just wants to be his own person and do his own things and do the things that, that make him happy, which for him was singing. So he actually sung me two Frank Sinatra songs. Oh, um, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was just lovely. And, um, and at the end we hugged and, you know, we just, we were just present with each other. It doesn't like every person has 
a beautiful story to tell, you know, so many beautiful stories. And um, I like to capture that. And I like to connect with, um, you know, we, we, we like to guard ourselves. And we, we think that, especially in nowadays, you know, with, with all the, the business things going on, everyone trying to be an entrepreneur, it's like, well, who can I get what from? Or like, what is this relationship about? You know, we're trying to really um, scarce with our time. But I think that's such a shame because there's so many other people out there that you wouldn't usually bump into, you know, in, in all the little circles that we move in that that's why I, I just try to try to talk to people on the street as much as possible. So, and he was just a perfect example of that. That's so awesome. Thank you for sharing that with us. And like I mentioned before, you're doing some awesome things and throughout your happiness research and everything that you're doing, I would love to end today's feel good thoughts podcast with just one feel good thought from you. So it could be a quote or something that you could share to inspire everyone who's listening in today. Okay. Um, well, I would say just really to every person that you encounter, just leave them happier than they were before, you know, spread love everywhere you go. And when you make that your mission, just with with everybody, right? Um, changes everything around. You know, just just be be a value. Be just be loving and giving to everyone that you meet. That's beautiful. Spread love everywhere you go. What a most perfect way to end today's Feel Good Thoughts podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. And like I mentioned before, everyone, you can head over to her website and take a look at Jeannie Can Breathe. I'm going to pop all the links um, on the blog and take a look there. Follow her videos. Such an inspiration. And I'm wishing you all the best for everything that you have coming forward this year. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Lots of love. Bye. Bye. Remember, as Feel Good Joey says, choose positivity and live at a high frequency of love. Go to feelgoodjoey.com for more inspiration.